now tuned into the greatest. Another one, not this one. Damn, Casey. Okay. Hey, Casey, did you pay the bill, bro? <laughs> I paid. <laughs> the bill's on auto pay. Shit, dude. The bill's on auto pay. All right, let's let's just hop into it. So listen, I just announced, I just I've just made the announcement, the open-ended announcement, so I can create more content. But the the news is out there. It's time. I'm opening a restaurant. We're doing this. Oh yeah, we're at in the the peninsula. Yeah. So, no, no, no. I'm not. Uh, you talking about California? Yeah. No. no. I hate to say that. I know. I know this is going to sound kind of arrogant, but I think opening a restaurant here in California would be too easy for me. Oh. And I hate to say it like that. Because <laughs> do you, you know what I'm saying? I hate, I hate the sound. I think I, I know that sounds fucking stupid, but I've had nah. plenty of offers to open up a restaurant here in San Francisco and the Bay Area, also Los Angeles. But the problem is, is there are so many rules and regulations. You're almost it's like a prison cell. There's it's just it's absolute chaos, man. It's not even worth it. And actually, it's really discouraging. If you want to open a wood fired restaurant in California. Dude, fucking forget about it. It is ab an absolute nightmare. You have to have so much capital. It's just crazy. Like it's it's ridiculous, actually. So I I was part of the Saison group when we opened the two new Angler concepts, one here in Los Angeles, one in San Francisco. And let me tell you something. It was an absolute nightmare. Fucking nightmare. Seven million dollars was for one restaurant in San Francisco. Wasn't even enough. Wasn't even enough. Excuse me. Was not seven. Enough. That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> But we're gonna open a restaurant. Seven so, mil. Seven mil, dude. Seven mil. Seven mil. And I had to I had wow. to write another deck for uh the, the next restaurant. It was crazy. But but you guys went I shouldn't say I wrote it, but I, I was part of opening. You guys went all out though, right? Because like I haven't been, but I know that the facade inside is immaculate as well, right? The big old tanks and everything. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I mean, there wasn't one wasted space. There was a lot of things that kind of didn't make sense, but at the same time, it's a really good setup. But um, no, I actually had the opportunity to cook for some VCs in Montana. And so, you know, Montana is the wild, wild west. Right. So we are opening up a restaurant in Montana, in Hamilton, Montana, right in, right in between in the Bitterroot Valley. So it's going to be dope. One, because it's going to be a soup. It's going to be super challenging. But at the same time, you know, Montana is like the wild, wild west. Yeah. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And it's a fraction of the cost. Right. And the reason why I like um, I was super excited about Montana is because that is a place where I think like truly, you know, I can curate a new type of cuisine. You know what I mean? That no it's uncharted area that no chef is. You don't hear about any chefs from Montana. You know what I'm saying? Well, why don't we start with that? Give us a give us a little rundown, two to three minutes of who you are, where you're from. What made you start cooking? So I'm. Um... Chef Michael Lawrence, also known as Sexy Comita on the TikTok and Instagram and all that. Um, I started in Vegas. Like, we moved to Vegas when I was 10 years old, and that's kind of, like, where it all started. And it started off being a dishwasher, like, being a knucklehead dishwasher. And then as I progressed and, like, moved around, like, I always had, like, a weird kitchen job or whatever because it was easy money for me. And then when I finally decided that I was moving to San Francisco and the Bay Area and I worked for um, one sous chef who like slayed, I realized I was like, oh, this is what's up. This is where I'm at. 
And like the head chef wouldn't let him put any of his specials on, even when he ran them, they were dope. And it just like opened my eyes and I was like, wow, this is crazy. And from there, it just like snowballed. Once I moved to Oakland, stuff started cracking off like no other. And then I had a vegan sushi pop up. I trusted some people that I shouldn't have trusted and it kind of fell apart. And then COVID mm -hmm. happened. It all kind of happened all together with the panorama. And then I moved back to my roots in the Central Valley, California, where all the United States produce has grown. Yeah, nice. And what part of Central Valley? Valley? Uh, Merced, like Livingston to be exact, but like Merced. Yeah. County. yeah. Nice. Dude. We, own, uh, we own 80 acres of almond orchard. Oh, okay. Dope. Yeah. Dope, dude. That's dope, man. Do you like green almonds? Hell yeah, man. Green I almonds? just yeah. I just did a video of a salsa rustica with green almonds in it. Yeah, nice, nice, man. Yeah, dude. I've dude, California almonds are the best, man. Especially when you get them unpasteurized, they're amazing. Yeah. You know, I don't know if uh, I forgot what the what the name of the farm is, but I get a local. I get them from a local farm here that doesn't pasteurize them. That's not. They're not heat treated. They they taste so much better. Yeah. I mean, I'll go cut some off the tree for you before you dude. move away. But... <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Yeah, I got Yeah, you. that's crazy. So that's pretty cool, man. So you're you're California. Have you been born and raised in California? I was born and raised in California and we moved to Vegas when I was 10. So I'd say I grew yeah. up in Vegas. Yeah. So I yeah, I, I cooked in Vegas too. I like Vegas a lot. That's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So man, it's crazy. I hope I don't even know if I'm what are the, what are your plans in the future? What do you where do you see this TikTok thing going? Where do you what are you trying to do? Bro, I don't know, man. It's crazy because like I got on TikTok because we just had a baby she's seven months old and i was a stay-at-home dad and like kind of bored and missing the kitchen so i like hopped i had a TikTok. my my wife and i were doing it together and then i it just kind of fell off and then i hopped back on it i made that drama oil and it blew up i met casey i met all the guys and like i didn't realize mm. that there's such a community on there yeah so it's been it's been crazy and then like ebb and flow and i'm just i just got a cdc position at a place that's opening up in turlock mm -hmm. and so everything's kind of falling off because i've been like we're opening and i'm running through spreadsheets and recipes and making sure yeah. we're we're set to go let's let's talk let's talk a little bit about that tell, tell us about that position and how it's how it's working out and uh, what type of restaurant is it so it's it's new American, new Californian is what they're calling it. Chef is originally from SAC and um, he's cool. So I, I dropped the resume as a joke because we kept seeing it open up and there's not like good food around in the Central Valley. Yeah. Um, so I dropped my resume as a joke because there was no information on it. And he called me literally like four or five days later. It was like, you're my man, you're my number two. And I was like, uh, okay what's the pay yada yada and then chef and i got to talking and um i really like his style mm -hmm. and i think that like between the two of us we're gonna it's gonna be fun so yeah um was this there, an existing restaurant existing restaurant or is it was it, um... it, it was an existing restaurant that they gutted i think what the owner owns the building and was renting mm -hmm. it and is like done with that because they decked it out. We've got a, a Jolts grill, wood burning grill, mm -hmm. and like custom made from Spain. It's got like a lot of really fancy equipment and a market. 
so we're gonna do an artisanal market as well so oh that's cool yeah that's really dope so yeah. so who's gonna who's gonna be the stay-at-home dad now well i'm gonna we're gonna pay out the nose for her child care apparently <laughs> yeah yeah that's rough because I'm, assume, I'm assuming your wife works too yeah she's in tech yeah oh, okay okay yeah. cool yeah i mean it's yeah it's kind of a tough situation you know everybody's family is different man but like yeah. I think I think especially now is probably the best time to go for a CDC position or, you know, hop back into the restaurant game, yeah. you know, especially starting from the ground up. And I mean, that's that's my plan, too, man. Like <clears throat> I'm ready to pick up. So I've been in California for nine years, the better right. part of nine years. So since 2013, 14 or something, I don't know, 2015, I forgot. But, um, you know, I think. Like if I were to stay here, I wouldn't want to live in Los Angeles, San Francisco, or any big cities, man. But Bro, it's like, what's up? It's, yeah, the thing is, the thing is, is like, for me, I want to explore something new because the for for like my chef life, I've like even now, like now it's the summertime and all the stone fruits are coming out. The yeah. farmer's market's beautiful, but it's like, bro, I've already used all of these ingredients. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I like listen, hands down, I went to the farmer's You're just market bored. already. Yeah, exactly, man. It's like, fuck, man. Like, you know, like asparagus season was here. You know, I get my asparagus from Zuckerman Farms and like, you know, it's big, it's beautiful. It's amazing. But that's, that's what I'm like trying to say. Like, I don't, I don't mean to sound cocky. So, so uh, basically what I was saying before we, you know, our uh, internet was cutting out, I was like, uh, I announced that I'm opening a restaurant and that's going to happen first quarter next year. I found some investors that are perfect, ideal absolutely amazing people i had the opportunity to cook for them they want to open a restaurant i want to open a restaurant um we're going to open this restaurant in hamilton montana and um that is like the town that is pretty much popping out of all like it's the next town that's on the come up right so real estate has doubled uh the population has doubled it's in a spot like in between the bitterroot valley where the two mountains so the the weather is kind of chill it's not like ice cold right yeah, yeah. but um the thing is, is like, I want to get into like new products, right? I want to go foraging for wild berries. I want to go, I want to meet all the ranchers and all the farmers. And I want to literally create the new American cuisine, right? So for me, I'm, I'm 100% American. All right. Like I might look Spanish, but I'm not, but I'm 100% American. Right. Huh, I look and it's like, it's, dude, it's like, it's like, I have worked with so many French chefs, European chefs and dude, they all like, I remember growing up in the kitchen and they were like, oh, this like, they look at like Americans as like, you know, kind of dumb. You know what I mean? Right, right. And rightfully so. I get it. But I want to pave the way for like real, true, like American progressive cuisine. You know what I mean? Because everything we do now is like a derivative from French or Spanish or, you know, it doesn't like, it's all a derivative. But I kind of want to like take the reins and like put a stamp on Montana, like, Hey, and like represent, you know what I mean? And plus I really want to get into uh, like game meat and like, do, you know, wild fowl. Like I want to do so much and I'm so excited and hopefully it works out. You know what I'm saying? I think it's going to be great. So, but um, we'll see with that. You're not afraid of it being just like a steak and potatoes place and like not, not hitting the mark as far as like being not approachable yeah that's, so that's I, what we're worried about at our new place too is because it's yeah. all farmers and stuff you know yeah so i think i think honestly i think that's a great question and i'm glad you asked because dude i'm de the, the restaurant is definitely going to have steakhouse vibes i'm not even going to lie 
I think the most important thing first is when I get there is, you know, this is going to be the baseline, right? So if, you know, there's not a, an elite palate in Montana, let's be honest, it's going to be, I'm going to do steak and potatoes very well. It's going right. to have steakhouse-ish vibes, big cuts, you know, all this. But let me tell you something, you know, I'm going to put some shit on the map, right? So when I say like steakhouse, it's like, it's going to be like, yeah, of course, steak on a plate. But then also we're going to do like, I want to do extra things. Like I want to do whatever I discover. Like I want it to be a destination place, but also a place that takes care of the locals. Because I think that's really important. You have to take, you like, listen, here's a good example. Like yep. if Casey comes, right, if he comes to the restaurant, I'm not going to give him steak on a plate, right? Right. Now, however, I will say, hey, Casey, check it out. This steak comes from, it comes from Idaho. It comes from this farm. This is the cow's name. You know, I dry aged for 36 days. You know, I think there's a story behind I would that eat with the, cow. the locals. Yeah, I think that's a story behind that with the locals. But if I have some like, you know, some top end chefs come in, I'm not going to give them the steak and potato. I'm definitely going to hook them up with something that they've never had before, something that is right. unique to Montana. Uh, even when mm. I was doing my taste, even when I was doing my tasting, see what people don't realize is Montana. They keep everything to themselves, man. I saw some cherries that blew my socks off, right? I saw some wild berries that were in the grocery store. They were in the frozen section, but they have certain things there that they don't share with the United States, you know, uh, d dairy farms, you know, they have, you know, they have uh, goat, goat milk, goat cheese. And this is what I want to discover. And I think what's going to be really important is trying to, you know, uh, create this new type of cuisine, this new brand that is going to be all via social media, right? Every, like what's the power of social media? It doesn't matter where the restaurants are. If it's yeah. good, people yeah. are going to come. They're going to make, they the will come. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. Like, and, and listen, I, 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 you know, I love that you asked that question because I think all chefs nowadays, I think I'm going to have to say, you need to take care of your, your local clientele. These are the people that are going to represent for you, right? Like straight up. Like so, I want, yeah, go ahead. So what I've been doing already, like even before I officially had the job, cause they made me jump through some hoops. This is the most hoops I've ever had to jump through for a, a cooking position. And like, it's fine, but at the same time, it's like, bro, this is the Central Valley. Like I didn't need to do a tasting, but I did, you know? Um, but I was already talking to local farmers because my family knows farmers. So I was already talking to them and like really dialing it in. And I think that like, as the menu changes, things will change, but we're gonna uh, anchor our menu with some of the name local farmers and get that whole aspect really tied in where they want to come and bring their families as well as like yeah show off what they they do because like a lot of farmers especially in the central valley don't they are proud of their stuff but they don't really show it off because of yeah. like blue diamond or like other bigger companies that you sign a contract way back when when you first bought your farm and then you're you're stuck to that you know yeah i know exactly what you're saying man Dude, and it's so funny because some of these farmers, man, they don't they don't care about making millions of dollars. They don't care about like making 200. Dude, but they have the best product on the planet. Oh. I'm telling you, yep. especially in California. Look, I'll give you a good example. There is a guy, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but you know Andy's Orchard in Morgan Hill? Is that the dude with the strawberries? No. No, he has he has a he he literally has the best stone fruit ever. Okay. Like, the absolute best stone i don't care what anybody says i've tasted so many stove fruit all up in here in california andy's orchard is the best and no this is not sponsored but i'm telling you 
<laughs> he only <laughs> listen, bro. Right, he only he'll sell to a few markets, but he only specifically sells to the Santa Monica farmers market in Los Angeles. He does one fucking market, best stone fruit. He could he could sell at the ferry building. He could sell so many markets here, but they choose just to do this one, and they really focused on tree ripe tree ripened stone fruit. Absolute best, man. It literally is the best, man. The flavor combos that he has, they're just absolutely delicious. But what I was saying is, you know, they're not out here, you know, mailing all across the U.S. They're not out here. Like, and I told him, like, I'm like, Andy, you have the best stone fruit, man, I've ever had in my life. And you could do so much more business. And it's crazy because, you know, a lot of farmers are just like him. They're farmers. They're not really interested in that. They're not really business savvy, you know? And um, same goes for a lot of people that just, you know, they just want to go to the farmer's market, sell what they have to sell, and then call it a day. Yeah. And so I know exactly what you're saying, but I, I would be really curious to see if um, offsite catering would be good for your, your business as well. Bro, the, the, the space is so big. I don't even want to think about that right now. <laughs> it's so big. Like the pickle program alone right now is looking like a whole job already. Like, because we're going to be for the restaurant and for the market mm. and we don't have anything started. I have some stuff at my house, like, some scoobies and some other things that like i'm gonna bring yeah but like we don't have any baseline it's all like brand new chef's not coming with any like starters or anything we're starting we have a pizza oven so the market's gonna do pizza as well and we're starting our own Mm -hmm. sourdough starter from scratch i think we started that like two days ago and we have a july 5th fresh fresh we have a july 5th opening date no yeah, you're, and you're not, yeah. you're not even ready. You're not crazy. You're not, Look, it's I'm in, in like I'm three on weeks right now. Two weeks. <laughs> wait, wait. Two week open. <laughs> Hold on, bro. You don't have a menu or anything yet. We have a men. We have a menu. Have you have you started? Do you have staff? Uh, I'm number two. We have another guy who's green, also from the Bay. So he's from the Central Valley, but worked in the Bay Area. Like worked in San Francisco. He actually knows some of my buddies. You know, that yeah. Bay Area stuff. But um, mm-hmm. we have a menu. We had some snags. And, like, I don't want to get too in-depth on, like, what I think is going. I don't want to make assumptions or anything. But I think it's him wrenching yeah. me. Sure. And they want to open. So, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Breakfast, yeah. lunch, dinner, or just breakfast lunch? Just dinner. Yeah. And then we'll slowly open up. And from what I'm told is I'm going to be in charge of brunch which I hate brunch service, but I love cooking breakfast Ooh. food. So yeah. Listen, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Brunch. Can I just listen, say that? Brunch, brunch, brunch can suck sucks, a dick. It's but, it, it, but listen, it's the best for revenue, man. Let me tell you. You'll, I, yeah. it's, the, it's the fucking best, dude. I don't care what anybody says. I know. Listen, because one, you know, just as I know, you can charge a little bit extra for eggs. Ain't nobody going to say shit. Yep. And two, yep. it's like you can wrap up everything you purchased that week and tie it into a brunch, brunch menu. No problem. You know you're going to sell it. And if you do a good job, people will come back every Sunday for brunch. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's kind of like as a chef, I've always – it's like the double-edged sword, right? You want that Sunday morning to yourself. But at the same time, if you set it up right, you can have somebody else work brunch. Hey, but it's a good – Let's put it this way. My first like – real chef job like head exec or whatever head chef was for a place in oakland i'm not going to name names but it was right on the lake homeboy had two restaurants the brunch from the original restaurant floated both restaurants and the second restaurant was hemorrhaging Whoa. yeah yeah and brunch Whoa. floated both places See, two that's days what i'm week. saying two days yeah. a week 
floated two restaurants. So wild. That's what I'm saying, man. If you do, if you do, bro. And this is what I try to tell people, like, even like, let's say if you do, let's say you do 10, 10 to 15K in brunch sales, right? What people don't realize is the profit margin is wide the fuck yeah. open. Yeah. And the re that's yeah, it's what people so don't low. understand. It's like you, the cost of goods going out. Like, here's a good example. At night, if you sell a whole bunch of steaks and fish and this and that, the check average is going to be high, but the profit margin is going to be low. Yeah. So I think what's really important is people need to take in consideration. And, you know, chefs, if you're out there and you need to open up a brunch service, just fucking do it. Just do it. bite the bullet and do it. Because the more you resist, the more money you take out of your pocket. And it's just the way of the world. But anyway, I hope, man, I hope it goes well, man. I, you know, it's going to be challenging for sure, especially considering you less than two weeks. I mean, <laughs> yeah, dude, that you, you need to have a, um, you need to have a uh, soft opening first. You man, have, you know? So that's what you need to have training and everything like soft opening. But from there we're open seven days a week, but it's like, we're, they're doing orientation right now as I'm sitting in Santa Cruz about to go to the beach after this. Damn. Yeah. For, for for front of the house? For front of the house and cooks? Or no? Well, everything. They're doing everything. Yeah. So Yeah. I, I would I would definitely that that's rough, dude. That's gonna be rough. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so are you in charge of the are you in charge of the scheduling and all of that or just just so the kitchen for now? We for now, just the kitchen. We haven't really discussed like what it is. I know that I've been going through so he chef opened up his um spreadsheets and everything for, for me and i'm just i'm right now while i'm on vacation i'm cross-referencing recipes and order guides and the menu and making sure that everything's in line i'm i'm t i'm fine-tuning all the prep lists and just making sure that we're like all the admin stuff is close to ready to go by the time i get back yeah mm. yeah Man, that's not a vacation you're working <laughs> yeah your your work right now your brain's going overtime yeah while it's, you're it's, it's trying to relax because i've been off i've been off for a whole year yeah like not doing i feel nothing, you so i feel fresh and like ready to you. come back yeah if i were you i would try to fight for your time though man you know what i'm saying so as a, a chef like i try to tell people all the time man like you know it's easy to just fucking work seven days a week 12 to 14 hour days but I can honestly tell you that's going to shorten your career. So just be, be cautious. Just be so, cautious, man. I already made sure of that. I was like, look, I want X amount or these other things in, in turn for X amount. Those, the lower that number goes, I need two consecutive days off. I'm only going to work 10 hours a day. Like that doesn't mean that I won't put in extra hours, but I'm only yeah. contracted contractually obligated to 10 hours a day and like yeah. all this other stuff. And I, I pretty much got it all. Yeah. So, well, cause the restaurant industry is starting to change, you know, yeah. like, like, listen, I'm not going to lie. I look back in my career and I'm like, you know, I just wasted so much fucking time. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Literally grinding away for absolutely yep. nothing. You know what I'm saying? And guess what, man, I am not going to expect anybody to do that. I'm not going to ask anybody to do that. Sorry. Let me put on my, turn off my freaking notifications here jesus okay um you know i'm not going to ask any of my chefs to do that i really want to create work-life balance i mean hey you know what let's talk about that real quick yeah for everybody out there work-life balance let me tell you something this is my personal opinion that shit does not fucking exist <laughs> okay <laughs> and let, let me tell you let me tell you now let me come back a little bit 
work-life balance I've been fighting for my whole, like the whole last, I would say better part of two, two years. But what I realize is like, if I'm creating content or, you know, you know, creating videos on the internet or creating content, guess what? My family life is suffering or my work life is suffering. If I'm at work, then my family life and my content is suffering, right? So it's like, there's this delicate balance of all of the things. And what I recommend, because right now I'm burning the candle at both ends, man. I'm trying to stay fit. I'm trying to create content on the daily. Like, and also I'm trying to, you know, I'm in the process of moving to a different state with a whole family, whole family. Oh, it's absolutely, it's tough, but you know what? At the same time, it's like, I think this, if we get through this part, like it's going to be easy from here. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just got to get over this little hump. But anyway, so what I was saying is like, you know, I think what's been really important for me is like timing out my day. So, you know, waking up early, taking care of this before this time, and then blocking out certain parts of the day to to just absolutely focus on what the fuck I'm fo- focusing at in the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think this is really important. This is my advice to all the young chefs, young cooks out there. If you are working from, let's say, nine to five, like nine to five, you need to audit your time before nine and after five. All right. Like, I don't care what anybody says, man. Like if you're at work from 10 to 12 hours a day, there's two things that are, you know, if you're, if you're at work for more than, you know, more than I would say, let's say 45, 50 hours in a week. One, it's either way understaffed or two, you're just not managing your time properly. And I think I I truly believe that. And like for me now, I think it's so important for me. So basically for this restaurant, we have the option of what we want to do. And um, for me, definitely going to be closed one or two days a week. I'm just going to close the fucking restaurant. Like, let's let's keep the labor clean. And I want to push for four four days, 10-hour shifts, three days off. You know what I'm saying? Because like for me, I think that creates the most balance. You know, I, I think, I think it truly does. It's something that you're, the Europeans are doing or the, in Europe, they're doing in kitchens. And I think it's something really, really to take in consideration, or it's going to be the five days, eight, eight hour shifts. Like, I don't want to be working my managers into the fucking ground. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not worth it. Cause then everybody burns out, you know? So, well, yeah. And then all that, all of that trickles down. I, I remember being a manager, like a kitchen manager and like being burnt out, my dog's having issues and I'm burnt out. And then that just trickles down all the way down to the guest, the, the guest that gets the food. Like you, it yep. goes all the way through. And that's not yeah. good. That's not good for anybody at that point. Dude, I agree. I agree with you hundred percent, man. So you're not freaking out at all that you open in two weeks? Nah. <laughs> Bruh, be shitting my nah. pants right now. I'm set. You know what? Pro- you know what? That's kind. Of, it's kind of. It's kind of my problem too, because I'm a control freak. I like yeah. to have everything fucking lined up. Like, that's why. Like, I'm like for me. I'm so. I'm so excited that like, the investors in this restaurant. Like, they made it crystal clear. They're like, listen, we're not restaurant operators. This is yours. Like, we like they just. It's just not what they do. You know what I mean? That's. And up. I think that's. I think that's so important. No, you know what's up? They also own the building straight out. That is what's up. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So listen. To all my all my chefs out there, listen, don't listen to anybody when they tell you they want to open a restaurant and they're willing to give you money. It's not that easy. It's not. Trust me. You need to make sure the investors are good investors. They're good partners. You need to make sure of this, that they have they don't have ill intentions. Also, depending on where you open a restaurant, I'm gonna be honest. You know, <laughs> like to open a restaurant in San Francisco right now, god damn, fuck that. Fuck that. 
it is an absolute shit show with all the homeless people. And it's just absolutely ridiculous. Like, I don't know if you've been to San Francisco lately, but Me? no, I haven't. Bro, I, last time I went to San Francisco, I was so sad, man. I was so sad. Uh, is it? It's worse now. It's so bad, man. It's so bad, and they're not like the problem is is they're not fucking doing anything about it. Like nothing is happening, bro. The homelessness is absolutely out of control. People are breaking in windows. Like, dude, it's 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 chaos. What they show on the news is not actually what's happening. It's crazy, right. and it's like now you know, now it's like it's almost embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it really is. And the problem with me is I have I have two kids, so I can't take my kids to the city. Yeah. But um I think what's really important is for all these chefs coming up that want to open restaurants, make sure you do the numbers. Look at the financials. Look at them. <laughs> Cuz that's really important. Yeah. So just come to Jersey. <laughs> Forget the West Coast. Just I just come Jersey. this way. Come listen, bro, me. Jersey, Jersey ain't, listen, New York, Jersey, Miami. No, we're ridiculous um, in this side. Don't, don't. Yeah, I'm saying to open don't. a restaurant, you need a lot of capital. You need a lot of capital. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. kind of like, I'm going to let you in on my secret right now. Because before this, I told myself I was never going to work for nobody again. My pop-up was doing amazing. Vegan sushi, mm. that niche in, in the Bay Area, it was yeah. cracking. You know, fools were like talking about the other one in San Francisco. I'm not going to name names or nothing. And like comparing the two. Um, but now I'm I'm in a position where like we're thinking about moving to Portugal. And like expatting to Portugal. We're both yeah. my, my, my partner and I are both uh, third or fourth generation Portuguese. So mm -hmm. um, we're like thinking about doing that and i'm like well if they're gonna pay me what i need then we can just save up i don't have to really worry about it chef's already told me that like i don't need to worry about the numbers i'm gonna worry about them because that's what we do right yeah yeah of course. I need to that's him and all i gotta do is make good food and make sure everybody's on point so that's all i'm gonna do and to me it just seems like a chance to really like kick back and have fun yeah, in a kitchen, so which I've never been able to do before. Like you said before, the control issues—that is real. That's a real thing yeah. for almost all of us. I would like to say. Yeah. But so let me ask you something. You're the CDC here, right? You're the yeah. CDC. So basically, what my advice for you is to literally—you want to be able to do his complete job. So right. everything he's doing, you eventually want to be able to take off his hands. Correct. But let me tell you something, man. It is always very important. I don't know how long you've been working there. Here. Yeah. Yeah. The place. I just got the job like right before we left. They just, we just did handshakes and everything, right? Like two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he's opening in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See what I mean, Brandon? Well, hey, we can That's talk what I was trying to say. Podcast. I can let you in more on it off the podcast. Yeah. But I yeah, don't want that yeah. To be... yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Listen, I'm not going to lie. This is a double edged sword, man, because yeah. you could either grab the bull by the horns. Listen, opening a restaurant is no joke. And I think this, and I think, one, I, you should be kind of freaking out, but at the same time, it's like, I think what's really important is this, you can use this as a good lesson, right? Yeah. Like the thing is, is it's kind of good because he realizes that you're not going to be able to download everything, you know, in the next couple of weeks. But the okay. thing is, is what I, what I would highly recommend is spend a little extra time to get the operation down, figure out what he wants. You guys have to go through the honeymoon stage, right? Yeah. Where you just get yeah, to know each other, really you know, he has to, he had, listen, he also might be really, it's a he, right? You're yeah. a chef? Yep. It's a he? 
Yeah. Yep. He also might be super desperate and need a warm body. And, you know, he, he chose you like on the fly because his hands are tied, but you know, it could be your opportunity to freaking, you know, blow his socks off. You know what I'm saying? He chose me. He's already, we've already talked. Like we, we're kind of been like doing the honeymoon period via phone, which you don't know how your flow is going to be in the kitchen, but we're getting to know each other as chefs through the phone. And like, we've gone to the farmer's market, the local farmer's markets together and kind of just like chopped yeah. it up about like styles and all this. And uh, he chose me because I had the dopest resume he's seen since he started taking resumes for this place. Oh, so, okay. um, His resume yeah, is solid, Brandon. Solid. Yeah. I it's a clean, it's a clean one. Is it better than mine, Casey? Yeah. You see mine? No way. No, I mean, no okay, I mean, okay, we can't compare <laughs> anything to you, Brandon. You see my You're my fucking my Michelin's, bro. I, I, I built this pedigree resume, bro. There's like Yours is too like clean. I dog they don't there, they there's don't like stages like to it. Yeah. Yours is like okay. another bar. Crazy. Crazy. I did almost work yeah, at no. Comey though, and I, I regret not taking that job. Yeah, Comey was I would say that was one of my best dining experiences here in the Bay. I went everywhere. I went to Qua, I went to L'Atelier Cren, I went to Saison, I went to Benu. Let me tell you something. Comey, before they had a Michelin star. Yeah. Bro. You get that egg? Home, Dog, I don't even, well, this was long ago. This is a long time ago. This was right when he left. This was, this was right when they, they were kind of starting, but they were just getting their wheels under them. And I was, it was crazy because I was at, I don't know where I was eating, but one of my chef friends were like, Hey, you should go across the, across the bridge and go to this restaurant called Comey. And I'm like, all right, man, I don't have that much time, but I mean, like, do they have any Michelin stars or anything? And, and like, he's like, he's like, no, but it's worth it. I went there. Bro, the tasting menu was like $112, okay? And I, I was, it was a better meal, better meal than Comey, uh, I'm sorry, than uh, Qua for sure, hands yeah. down. Wow. Qua was, Qua was good. And that was, and I went to Qua when uh, Daniel Patterson was still the chef. He was still in the kitchen. But um, Comey was absolutely blew my socks off, man. That oyster dish, I remember that was memorable. They had, there were so many good dishes on the menu. But the, um, the but, egg. Yeah. The slow poached egg and their bread that they do on the fly. They make that to order. My homeboy oh. was the bartender at their at CDP, yep. like the lead one, and he told me that they made that to order. That little bread in the like basket. Oh yeah, yeah. Damn, that's that, crazy. Yeah, it's nuts, right? Like, yeah. So are you are you making the bread or do you have a baker at the restaurant? They are really ambitious and want to make the bread, but we don't have a pastry chef and chef. Sent me to uh, the baker's books, the two, the baker's uh, best friend or whatever. Are you going to attempt baking? No, Is man. that what you're telling I me right now? Mike? I was like, I will read these and I will try my hardest. But every attempt of bread and pastry I've ever done has failed immensely. Unless you want okay. to poach pears. <laughs> okay. Listen, well, you know what? Like, I, I feel comfortable in making bread. I made bread for my tasting. I, I can do my bread. I, I brought my sourdough starter from San Francisco to fucking Montana oh, oh. and it, it lived, it lived. I couldn't believe it lived. Yeah. yeah. It'll yeah. live. And It'll live. as soon yeah. as I touched down, it was funny because uh, the person that I was, uh, that came, you have water on you. And it's funny cause I'm sitting in his car and I'm mixing the, I'm feeding my fucking sourdough starter. <laughs> it's crazy. I was like, dude, it's crazy. Anyway. Uh, anyway, because what I what I did was I laid it out flat. I I'm sorry, I free froze it, froze it so I could lay it flat in the suitcase. Because if you have a, a, a live active starter at the airport, they'll throw that shit away. 
straight they away. They won't right? allow it. Yeah, it will blow. <laughs> no, but it was so funny. Yeah, it was so funny how um, – but listen, it took me a long time to learn sourdough bread. I'm going to make a recommendation, and I would outsource it. You should definitely hit up uh, Manresa Bakery. Manresa Bakery. Oh, I don't know how far. How far are you from uh, Silicon Valley? Two hours. Oh yeah, fuck! Fuck! That uh -oh. might be. That might be too far. Oh yeah. Oh, so, am I am I paused? No. You're good. You're good. You're good. I'm just saying you're breaking up a bit. I, so that's a little far because we're trying to keep it like as tight knit as possible. Yeah. There is some like decent bakeries around. Um, I love Shokupan and milk bread okay and i think that oh oh you're the, making you're making you're making simple simple breads i don't know yet i know that we have a focaccia okay. on the menu and i, <laughs> I don't know figure out a, a burger bun and that's what i was getting at is that okay i think that a, a milk bread burger bun would be dope dog i got that on my youtube man go go snag that recipe <laughs> go snag that recipe my g I got, I got the best i got the best recipe go uh, i know milk bun milk bun burger bread is burger bun is the best milk bread yeah. burger bun yes 100 i got an easy recipe on my on my youtube for sure go check it out I'll, I'll send you the link after this because i agree with you i think milk bread baked the day of one it's really easy the thing is is like you just need to make sure you have a proofer you need to make sure you yeah. can have a convection oven and you need to make sure you have space to proof this bread and i would even say oh rationale yeah. bet. yo bet. he has like six rationales I bro i swear brandon <laughs> Yo, he took pictures of his fucking kitchen. Every corner had a fucking combi in it. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is that? Yeah. It's insane. Casey, I wouldn't even open a restaurant without a combi. I wouldn't even open a restaurant without a combi. Not even worth it. I'm getting no, no, a I know. I already got the quote and everything. I already yeah. got I already I already carved out the spot for it. Anyway, if you're making simple you breads, then okay, great. Sourdough is a little tricky. I, I thought you were making sourdough, so I, I would just tread bread is way easier for you. You know, our pizza dough is the sourdough. It's easy to make. Easy. That's easy. That's easy. For that? Oh, damn. Oh, my suck. Damn. Yeah, I'm not doing baking I, I or any kind of patisserie now. No, no, no. No, no, yeah. no. Tatans? Okay, cool. Um, Can we buy the... Can we can we buy the other stuff? Yes, hundred yeah. percent. I'll make it off of that. I'm not making that from scratch. Are you kidding me? I don't have time to fold dough and butter together. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Not doing it. Yeah. Don't pay me enough. So my so my goal is to you know obviously have this one restaurant, and then from there we're gonna break out. We're gonna make a bakery. We're gonna have a pizza restaurant, wood fire pizza. I want to have you know I want to break out and because listen, here's the thing: you're not gonna make your money off of one restaurant. It's the bottom line. Yeah, fine. You have to have multiple concepts you have to and they all each other for, for baker i really I, I want to have a retail spot maybe a window but other than that wholesale only bro i'm not fucking around with fucking re dude it's the worst man retail is the worst but when you sell wholesale that's where you make money yeah. you can mm. sell to local grocery stores that's where you make, that's where you make money Brandon's trying to take over the world. That's what he's trying to do right now. That's that's exactly what the fuck he's trying to do. <laughs> like my job was like, you know, my where I work now, I get paid a lot of money where I work, like a shit yeah. ton of money. But they were super surprised. They were super surprised, but zero resistance, which was amazing. 
but at the same time, like, it's like, it's time to move on, man. Like I'm, I'm over California, man. I'm done. I'm yeah. over it, bro. I want to like, I want, I want to like, I want freedom. That's what I want. I'm just going to say it. I want freedom. I can't mm. handle this shit anymore. He wants crazy, a ranch. California is not what it used he to be He wants a like. farm. Well, that's, you that's just need land. Yeah. You're going to see me lassoing cows out there. <laughs> yeah, dude. For real. I would pay to see yeah. that actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too but that's, that's the thing here is like, I feel that like, if we do, if we come out the gate solid enough, because, because there's no good food, there's like all right food. I'll tell you, man, every time we go out, we're like, I'm prepping my head, like, don't get excited so that I'm, I'm not disappointed. Um, mm. So if we do this right, then we're fine. That's a part of the, that's another part of the reason why I'm not tripping because I seen chef's pedigree. I know my pedigree. And between the two of us, we should be able to put together something very enjoyable yeah. for the area. Mm -hmm. um, nice, nice. But it's it's crazy to think that like I went from the Bay Area back to my roots, and now trying to do yeah. something Bay Area esque. Yeah, you know. Uh, but but listen, here's the thing: if you would look, if I look, let's be honest. Before the panorama. If I would have said, "Hey guys, I'm opening a restaurant in Montana," you'd have been like, "What? That's fucking yeah, stupid." I made fun of you what the sure. fuck? <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? Why would you want to move out of California? The vegetables so. Listen, arguably, California has the best produce. I don't care what anybody says. Best produce in the states. Best fucking produce. Best vegetables. Best fruits. I don't care what you say about your damn Jersey tomatoes. Don't give a fuck. Look, about man, it. I was gonna say, don't I was care. gonna say Jersey tomatoes, bro. That's all you. Or that's our fucking all you apples got, bro. here in New York, bro. Okay. Yeah. Look, I will. I will. I will be honest. Apples in the Midwest, though, the apples I had in Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Okay. Okay. Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. They, they they came from yeah, like yeah. Illinois, Illinois, and they they were. No, I'm sorry. The Michigan, Michigan. They came from Michigan. Michigan apples. They were like absolutely candy. That was so. That was an, that was another thing though too. In the like agreement is they they're okay with me. Um, Filming content using there. social, yeah, filming yeah. content, and and Marco is right there. He's in that same yeah, yeah, town. no, I, yeah, like literally in the same town. Yeah, he he lives in the exact yo, same town. yeah. I'm gonna reach out to Marco then, just in I case like he didn't Mar see you. No, I did reached he, out to did him he comment your back? And um, I'm a, I'm holding him in my pocket a little bit so that I have another little leverage. I'm gonna be like, look, this is my homie, my homie, your homie, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I, he just brought the whole town into the restaurant. <laughs> you no, know? but I mean, like, um, did he did he message you back? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. We we had a whole little. Conversation. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Very good. I was like, yo, I'm gonna fucking call him right now. <laughs> <laughs> Put Marco on right now, bro. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a fucking homie right now. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. All right. Well, I, as Brandon is trying to get back, I think. Um, think we that was pretty solid anyway mike if you don't mind uh if you just can uh, can kind of say your socials once again that way i'll tag it underneath the video and stuff oh yeah i'm uh sexy underscore comita on instagram and sexy comita one word on tiktok and those are the two that i got gotcha brandon i'm doing the the pre-closing that way just in case uh you you exit out again yeah but i'll make sure um it's all good. All right. But anyway, I'll, I'll make sure to have um, Mike's uh, details underneath all below and all his Thanks, contact. Man. That way you guys can follow him. But uh, I, I'm, I'm just going to say uh, just don't mind Brandon's little 
<laughs> warbly noises. <laughs> I'm gonna keep some of this in there because it's kind of funny. I'm gonna just keep it in there and then uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. Come on.